one. All right, here we go. Chumps are back. It is episode three, already third episode of the Chump Central podcast. This episode has been talked about for a while. This is not only another Chump episode, but this is a special one because we have a special guest with us. I'll get to him shortly. Okay. But first, we have a couple new Chumps that are in our episode three of the pod. So what I want you guys to do, those that are new, uh, well, actually, first, before we even get started, we got Nick, we got Aaron, we got Dan, we got Steve, we got Jake Hardy, and we got Cayman, returning chumps back from episode two. Our new guys, we got DJ, and is Emmerich here? Emmerich is not here, so we'll wait for him. So DJ, first things first, you're going to do the introduction before we get to our special guest. Give me your name, your team name, and if you won the chip this year, what is the first thing you would do with your prize money? Well, I'm, I'm DJ, and my team name is Sure. The fuck's my team name? Mahomes and Watson. And if I won, uh, if I won the chip this year, I'd probably throw down a parlay of some sort with that money. Not all of it, but part. Or you could pay your electricity bill because I can't fucking see you. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the World Series <laughs> going on. You know what I would do? You know oh, those fucking bags of dicks that you can buy that are chocolate? I'd fucking send them to every person's league. Even Darnell Mooney? Would you buy his dick? <laughs> yeah, you got to send it to Darnell Mooney. All right. We all, we'd all eat that. If you're a real man, you'd send a real bag of dicks. <laughs> all right. So that was DJ, uh, first-time listener of the Chump Podcast. And we're actually going to have a whole segment on him later in the episode, uh, whether he's the unluckiest manager in Trump Central history. But as mentioned, okay, we have a very special guest. This is the first time we've had a guest on the Trump Central podcast. He is the living legend. He's been here since the very beginning. That is Mr. Eric himself. Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me tonight, gents. Right. So Eric is going to have another special segment for himself. It's going to be a Q&A. Open up the floor to some. Is that a new chair? It is. <laughs> what happened to the third one? Did we redid the whole house? Um, yeah, the whole house pretty much got redone. But unfortunately, I wanted to keep it. But uh, Elizabeth put it out the curb. Oh, you hate the seat. Mm. I, I like the new chair, though. It looks nice. No, thank you. All right. So let's get right into it. So we're going to have a two-part uh, episode three, kind of like we did last week. Uh, we're going to break it down uh, for part one. We're going to do our intros right now, which is what we did. Week eight recap, some studs and duds. And we're going to finish part one with the Q&A with our special guest, Eric. And then part two, we'll get into week nine predictions, a recap of the trade, de- trade deadline that just wrapped up. And then we're going to finish with our DJ segment. Let's get right into a week eight recap. Week eight, uh, definitely a busy week for Trump Central. A lot of high scoring games. Um well, let's get right into it. So week eight recap, game number one, Dan over Sean. Dan, you want to talk about your matchup this past week? What went right for you? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it got off to a little bit of a rough start. I complained about Kamara the weekly, you know, Kamara sucks text. And then all of a sudden I looked later and he had 42 <laughs> with half points, I believe. So Big uh, surprise. He, uh, you know, he did well. DJ, you got to coach your players better, right? You know, I mean, you just have to. Uh Rodgers, I'm just ashamed that he's even on my team. 
Kyle Pitts, I actually saw him this week. He did something. So he did something. So next week's going to be nothing. Um, then I realized, actually, I did uh, look at a few bye weeks. If I actually don't get a bye and make the playoffs, I am screwed. I'm only projected 48 points. So <laughs> I got to win out. Yeah, Maybe I'll play Landy. That's true. Yeah. It's a recurring theme, though. Whenever you complain about your player, like when they're like not doing well, or even before they even play, they just go off. It's all about tactic. You have to complain while they're doing something. This guy sucks. And then the next play is like a 35-yard touchdown. You, know, it's, you, would, it's know, all, you would know best. I told and, Steve. I told Steve. It's all in the complaints. It's how you word them. It's how you say them. Which is a very good complainer, but he's more of a whiner. <laughs> but you know what I mean. He's got to go from whine to complain. No, week hey, seven, remember? He's in it. What's yeah, you got to play defense and it works. That's said it fucking worked this week, didn't it? Yeah, I guess. Well, Dan, you know best week seven. Remember Juwan Johnson had two points going into the fourth quarter, and I said, ah, how does this Juwan Johnson guy always burn me? And what does he do? Two touchdowns. And out of all people. So you never know. All right, we got Emrick over Vach. We don't have Emrick in here to talk about his win, so instead we're going to have Vach talking about his L. Vach, what did not go right for your squad this week? It started off looking so well. Dak was going off. Uh, ETN, uh, the 9.30 game went off. I'm like, wow. Like, I was an underdog coming in. All of a sudden, I get the early production. And I'm like, oh, let's go. I'm going to win. Day goes on. One o'clocks are done. Still looking good. Uh, four o'clocks are just ending. And I, I go on the app and it says 99% chance to win. I'm like, let's go. Like, I didn't think I'd get the dub, but it's looking good. Now I'm getting excited. I'm like, I'm about to be four and four. That puts me like right borderline playoffs. I'm looking at my road ahead, all of that. And I'm like, for a team that I wasn't, I didn't have high expectations for. I'm like, I might sneak into the playoffs. And then in the final two minutes of the four o'clock games, boom, Kittle touchdown, boom, Mills touchdown, bomb to McLaurin. And I was speechless and disappointed. The end of that matchup was not like the Mets season, just speechless and disappointed. (laughs) Well, the Yankees aren't much better, guy, all right? (laughs) I'm just saying you had a huge lead and you blew it. It happens to the best of us, man. And that's like the most chump central loss ever. When you just really feel like you win, you like the. I never look at the projections on sleeper because it just gives me such false hope. Wait, but it really was ninety nine percent. You were gonna win. It was ninety nine percent with two minutes to go in the four o'clock games. That's just horrible. Remember that one time Sean scored, player scored five touchdowns. That was that was still the most legendary thing in like the past ten years. There was five minutes on red zone. Where it was just touchdown, 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 touchdown. I couldn't believe it. That's, that's just ridiculous. Oh he, that was in the championship game, too. He put up 180. All right. All right, next matchup. And this is one we could both speak on. Uh, Hardy defeated me. Um, I'll speak first, and I'll let Hardy speak. All I got to say is, um, you know, Hardy made some comments on the last pod about how he's the worst manager in Trump Central history. Took exception to that, made a hype video, got everyone going. And obviously, I couldn't back up my own shit talk. My team sucked. And that's it. Hardy, you want to talk about it? Hey, close your ears if you don't want to get dumber. <laughs> hey, Steve, I'd like to give you shit, but your team put up a good fucking nice chunk this week. 
So I'll go right to Cannons, and I have nothing aggressive to say. I don't want to stir up any controversy. I'm just going to start by touching on the point that you said your team would outclass mine this week. It didn't happen, okay? Nothing you say as a manager is tied to any reality in what goes on on Sunday. You have no idea what you're doing, and your team has no identity, yet you continue down this road of hype videos and week-to-week in class and all of these things that he's reading a they amount to nothing. <laughs> he's reading a script. <laughs> hey, let him all, I can t- all I can tell you is that today I had to take the day off and fly down to Miami so I could have champagne with Tyreek for once again putting the load on his fucking back and doing work, okay? You're 30 spot every week, it seems. So if you'd like to respond to that. Load on his back? That's kind of weird. To Landy, I don't know where he is. I'm trying to call him. But he hammered the over on my 115, and uh, good on him. For- <laughs> He's getting paid. Yeah, no, you got a good squad, man. I mean, you're in the playoffs <laughs> right now, and good luck. That's all I got to say. All right, uh, next matchup, we got Steve over Cayman. Uh, Steve, you go first. Big dub, what do you think? Oh, my dick, Cayman. <laughs> Thanks for saying it for me, Dan. Yeah. Okay, we're here. Uh, win, big win. Needed some luck. I was really kicking myself after uh, benching DK. For Drake London, I was hoping that wouldn't bite me in the ass, and it didn't. It was uh, I was holding my breath when Burrow threw up that bomb, and it turned out to be T. Higgins and not Tyler Boyd that kind of saved me. But uh, another week, another W. We're on to hate week. Uh, solo second place, ready to catch another dub this week. Damon, okay, what do you think? Seems <clears throat> a retard. I mean, um. Starting off, no, it was, it was honestly, it was a pretty solid matchup. It was a very you know, solid matchup. High scoring. It was, a very, it was very solid. I was hoping I'd get a little more than 10 carries by Joe Mixon, but I think they're just a mess down there in Cincinnati. Um, and Devontae shit the bed, um, which is the sole reason that I shipped him off to Aaron. Um, not actually, but uh, – it we I decided to honestly get younger and I think Derek Carr is a terrible quarterback. Um they were slightly better. So but no, I thought it was a solid I thought it was a solid overall play. Kyler actually put up more than three points in the game, so that was impressive. Um yeah, shout out Fields yeah. for me. Big big week. Fields played, fields played solid. That kind of hit me. Um, but let me ask you a question, Cayman. So just to interject, league news-wise, Cayman did uh, deal Devontae Adams to the uh, first place recipient right now, Aaron, for Judy and a 2024 first. Did that game where Adams completely just shit the bed, was that like the final nail in the coffin? Or you always had the plan in mind where if you, if you got to a certain point in the season and you weren't, didn't think you were going to win, you were going to uh, ship them off? Um, I would say that I don't think it was necessarily that game. I had initially been trying to push uh, Hopkins on Aaron, um, and he really wanted Devontae. Um, I see them as almost interchangeable. Um, I think Hopkins has a better quarterback, but then again, Carr can air it out. But I thought my team, I mean, I had some really great receivers and we, we, we made a push last year and, but I think I needed to get younger. I'm a big fan of Jerry Judy. I mean, he's the clear cut number one on the Broncos. Um, 
he in the past couple of weeks he has played a lot better when healthy with with Russ. Um, he's getting the most targets, and I thought uh, uh, replacing my number my Dev- with Devonte with a number one receiver who's younger and adding another first round pick for draft capital was better for the future while still keeping a guy like DeAndre who happened to have, I think he had 14 catches. So Steve, I mean, Steve got lucky that he won necessarily because he's fucking AJ Brown caught three touchdowns. I mean, well, Hopkins had 30, 35 himself. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying AJ Brown is not a third. AJ Brown had a good game, but (laughs) you're lucky the rest of your team because Hopkins put up 30, I mean, 33. So with Hopkins clearly still having that ability, I wasn't as upset to send off uh, Devonte, I know I'm not going to win this year, so I'm it's trade at trade high and get as much as I can get back. Um, long game. Yeah. There is a, there is a chance that um, DeAndre could be on the block in the next week or two as well, depending on when the trade deadline is. Trade deadline week ten, I believe, right? Week ten, Dan. So there's a chance that my team gets. It's just there's a chance that I got the whole thing. There's a chance I keep them, but. We'll see. I mean, I could, uh, I definitely, I have some young pieces on my bench and in Sky Moore and Rondell. Hopefully, Kadarius Tony, uh, shitty rap game, wraps himself out of Kansas City just like it did New York. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I think Sky Moore is a good piece in, in Kansas City and I'm excited for him. I'm excited for Wandale Robinson and going back to just shit on Kadarius Tony a little more. I think the guy's a full blown retard. Um, and good luck being an idiot, but yeah, solid, solid, solid game. It was, it was one of those on his back. What the guy's got a tattoo of the New York skyline on his back. Is and, that and his no, that's football number? I thought well, that's some random fans. I don't think that's his, is it? No, that's his. That's his. <laughs> Yeah, that tells you if you want to see how smart he is. Back. Oh. Um, right. So, yeah, but also, hopefully, hopefully, I mean, I got Daniel, I got Danny Bellinger sitting on my taxi squad. He'll be the best tight end in the league in the next few years. So. You mean the guy that's half blind? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know. That was that was bad when he got poked in the eye. All right, moving on. We got... ended up not real, it ended up not being the eye, it's his orbital socket. His so orbital. The eye is okay. No, the eye is okay. All right, Duke stayed undefeated. I just, had, I just got a breaking news on my phone. It says Aaron Duke thinks he still might lose, even though the matchup's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got you to give Landy credit for this week, though. One forty-two is higher than probably half three quarters of this past. Aaron Aaron stays undefeated, going seven and zero now as he defeats Diz in a honestly a shootout of a matchup. Uh, Eight now. Eight, oh yeah, eight no. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah I, I, that's just insane. Yeah, he's built. I told Duke uh, today he's building a dynasty. Won the chip last year, so far undefeated. But Duke, what do you think about your dub? Um, honestly, myself, like I, I thought it might be a blowout. Like Landy put up fifty six last week, and he would be the one to make it to one forty two the next. Um, honestly, the trade with Steve was a really good trade for him this week at least with Foreman getting three touchdowns and he has like 33 points 33 points um he put up 142 like that's solid but luckily like I saw my big studs putting up numbers 
And then referring to that Noah trade, um, I honestly think it was like just the best for both of us. Honestly, it's like, I, I think we both understand our position in this league and he's trying to go younger. And I guess I'm in more of a win now situation. I think it just um, works out for the both of us. How do you say fuck off in Polish? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. All I know is talk. And that means yes. I mean, suck my cock. (laughs) Did I beat you this week? Doc. (laughs) Steve, you're not built for the long haul. What do you say? Kids say. What do you say? Why don't you pay more than two cents for your Wi-Fi? Maybe we can hear you. Dude, we got DJ in here with no electricity. Like, no electricity. Why don't you for a team that doesn't get fucking bitch slapped by Michigan in a real game, you fucking piece of shit. You, <laughs> hey, you brought up Michigan. <laughs> Shut up. Shut the fuck up. When, when was the last time skateboard was D, D1 relevant? Or sorry, D2 relevant. Sorry. You know, I wonder what Brian does at night because I, like, think he's building this mysterious persona around his team. But I know what you do at night. You dream about Chris Olave and you hit up my phone until it's constantly buzzing in my ear. So why don't you just give it a rest, Steve? All right, tomorrow's a new day, buddy. Is the next Terrell Owens. Hardy, when was the last time I texted you? It's, it stopped for a few days now, but I a still – few days? I that you can't count. You can't count. Do you even know the days of the week? Monday, Sunday, Thursday. There you go. That's a the third day. I'm just gonna try to control that, but all right. And then the last one we got Brian over DJ. Brian's not here. Um, DJ is so DJ, what did not go well for you this week against Brian's squad? Yeah, I mean, it's real simple. I didn't have Mahomes this week, so, you know, playing the backups kind of just told the team to take it easy and rest up for the rest <laughs> of the season, and they, they took that to the extreme, you know. I thought you know. Let's start a GoFundMe for DJ's electric bill. Yeah, I think his phone couldn't charge. probably died, so he can set his lineup. Where's Landy? <laughs> I don't, I don't know where he is. He said he was going to be here. Um I guess he wanted to miss this segment because he didn't want to talk about his law. You're the one to reach out to Landy Hardy. I guarantee he'll be here. I did already. I wanted his, I wanted his backing when we talk about last week's predictions. I think we should have a segment where we play the tape back and we talk about all those predictions last week. And you know, Landy had my back from the start. He did. Yeah, he did. He definitely did hit on that. All right. So, in interest of time, let's move on. So we got. Obviously, week eight recap just happened. We had some big studs and duds from individual players and also uh, position groups. Four studs that I think we really got to mention. Uh, Alvin Kamara, CMC, A.J. Brown, and Tua. We'll start with Alvin Kamara, the high score overall in fantasy. I think he had about 42 and a half points and just absolutely dominated. Like, we're talking, like, prime Kamara. Well, what about uh, Com- CMC? How many he had? I think he had 40. I get 40, yeah. 40. We're trying to touch down, though. That's impressive. I think the last person to do that was the Danian Tomlinson in 05. Oh, yeah. did you hear that stat 17 times on Sunday, too? Yep. Yeah, Scott, Scott Hansen over here. He's definitely Three reading it off his phone right now. Wait, Dan can read? Nope. Yeah, I could nope. also – I'm not going to. Nope. 
Yeah, so Dan spoke a little bit about Camaro. We just talked about TMC. I was actually looking at the stock market and I saw Darnell Mooney stock just shot up. Uh, Dude, Darnell, Darnell Mooney is a Hall of Fame receiver, according to Steve. Yeah, he's in one Chipotle commercial. The kid is obsessed. Uh, what did Acres do this past week? Uh, I don't know. I traded him. I don't know. Dude, did Landy trade for Acres? Yes, he traded for Acres. How much cough syrup does that fucking kid drink? He tells me I, I just want to trade. And I'm like, okay. Landy's the only no, dude. Hang I on. Trade. I would take that deal if I was Landy too. I'll take Acres over Zamir White. Zamir White. I kind of took him as a handcuff. I, dude, Acres, he didn't. No, that makes him. sense for you. But like in general, like if yeah. you don't have Jacobs, I'll take a shot with Acres. Yeah, I mean, um, Akers didn't get traded, so I don't even know what his future holds. They already said that he, if he doesn't get traded, which he didn't, he's going to play again this year. Yeah, but how much is he going to actually – I thought he was going to get rid of Oh, I know. I'm just saying. All right. And then some duds, just some guys that just absolutely shit the bed. I'll start mine. Rashad Bateman, zero points. That was just a joke. Uh, the entire Raiders offense, absolute total joke. Came and hit on Derek Carr being one of the worst quarterbacks we've ever seen. Um, yeah. Yeah, but just overall shit show. What Devontae Adams got one point? Yeah, one point two. Oh my god, that that that's just brutal. Um, this is a guy that really hasn't been putting up necessarily like like fat burgers, but like AJ Dillon is just like he had so much hype coming into this year, and he's been nothing but a dud all year. I don't think he's surpassed ten points yet. No, he hasn't. He Actually, no, he did week one. Week one, he had a tutty and like seventy yards. He can literally. Call a better offense. For there was a narrative in the offseason where AJ Dillon's going to take away Aaron Jones's starting yeah. role. And it's I'm close to as talented as that guy. No, the Aaron, Aaron Jones is a machine. And Dan knows, like, Aaron Jones is putting up numbers with Rodgers because Rodgers uh, is the receiver player. one. Doesn't trust awesome. anyone except for Jones. And he publicly says it like a dick. Yeah. And then our last dud, Cortland Sutton. I mean, that's just a product of Russell Wilson being horrible. I mean, Steve, you can talk about it. Right, Russell Wilson, how bad it's is crazy. Like, he's lost all confidence. He misses wide open receivers. He's not even looking at the entire field. I mean, at this point, I'm kind of just hoping he hits, like, 12, 13 points a week, and I call it a win. Yeah, he's it's sad, bad. but that's what it's come to. Like, at least Jerry Judy's somewhat salvaging this year, but Cortland Sutton has been bad. Like, in, very inconsistent. Started and, off really well. Too, honestly, he started off pretty hot. He did, but it's just the quarterback play has been terrible. He's better off with Teddy Bridgewater from last year. So, all better right, better off with Sam Ellinger. Better off with Sam Ellinger. <laughs> How did Sam Ellinger do this week? I think, I think, um, he, got, I think he got like seven or nine. Yeah, nine. I, I thought he was Joe Montana. He got seven point five four. I'm almost right. fucking trading for him. Hold up, but we we haven't talked about the Jets Patriots game. <laughs> Wait, so I actually found out the Jets haven't been the Patriots in 13 fucking games. Shut the fuck up, Steve. Yeah, it's been since like 2015. That's so crazy. It's been bad. It's been real. They interviewed Zach Wilson after the game about all the – he threw 15 passes away out of the – I will say, me, Joe, and Landy talk Jets all the time. Landy's always very high on Zach Wilson. Today is the first time – So high. So the, this today is the first time I've ever heard Landy critique and actually like worry about this guy. 
Like for him to say something like that, like you know that's oh, a deal. I told him that. There, there was a video on Twitter where it was the fourth down. It was like the last play of the game where he overshot Tyler Conklin, where he just needed five yards and he was he had a clean pocket. They gave a perfect hole for him to just take the five, slide, get the first down. And this dude think, tries to throw off his front foot to Conklin on a just absolute prayer of a pass. The maturity is just not there. The decision making's not there. I told Landy, are we watching the same game? We need a quarterback. We need another one because we're a quarterback away from winning that game. Plain and Steve, simple. Steve, you can't say that if that pick six wasn't called back, that would have been a much different Bro, game. Bro, it was roughing the pass. I don't know what you're – that was so soft. Oh my god, you're get over it. 13 fucking games, pathetic. Still have a better record, yeah. But that. if that one pick six from 2017 didn't get called back, Steve, <laughs> yeah, Jets still have a better record than the Pats, so we got that going for us, <laughs> but uh. Tough, tough matchup this week. Duke and I are going to be hitting up the Jets-Bills game at MetLife. Hopefully, it's a good one. You're going to get shit on. Uh, I, I hope we don't. They're going to oh. drag their nuts on your forehead. <laughs> I hope we yeah. don't. All right. We, we've been waiting long enough. We have the best segment uh, on tap. Like I said, we got our special guest. Eric's here. We got a Q&A with Eric. So, I've come up with some questions for him. Um, and then we'll throw kind of just like audience questions at the end for anyone else. Um, but, Eric, you're with us. Yes. All right. Perfect. Okay. So Eric, first question, what are your thoughts on how the chump league has evolved over the years? Cause you've seen it from the very beginning. Oh, you know, it's, it's really amazing to be honest um, to watch all you guys, a bunch of freshmen in high school, I think is when it started, you know, and so many of you, I know from long before that, I think Aaron probably the longest when he was like two. Um, so it's been a very long time and you know what? It's been very fun and interesting watching you guys grow up into young men. Um, and Danny was kind enough to share with me the, the links for the first two podcasts you did. And I have to tell you, I really, really enjoyed both of them. Um, some of it because I know you guys for so long. I know all the characters. And some of it because it was actually really, really good. And actually, I'm going to call out Joe. You do a great job moderating this. Not an easy thing to do with so many people on. Yeah, but nice. you do a great job moderating it, keeping the show moving. You know, um, the commentary is fantastic um, from all corners. But it's really been fun to watch you guys grow up from boys to men. And the fact that you're still doing this, this 10th year of the league? Yeah. This is number 10. I mean, think about it. It's remarkable. And for the most part, the core group is still all in it. Right? I mean, that, 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 that says a lot about you guys as a group. No, definitely. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate the kind words. And yeah, I think that's a big thing. Like we've been, we've stuck together, obviously, even the new guys that come in, like it's almost like they've been with us forever. Like Hardy and DJ, it feels like they've been in chump since the beginning. Um, well, I think that's also because it's not like they're complete strangers to anybody. Sure. Right. It's not like you just found some random guys that somebody works with or somebody went to college with you guys have all known each other and been linked together really since, you know, ninth grade. Yeah, I mean, we were playing DJ in baseball. <laughs> From ninth grade, yeah. you know, we were graduating. So it wasn't exactly like he was a stranger either. Right. All right, next question. Uh, Eric, any memorable Chump League moments? Oh, God, there are a lot of Chump League moments. Start with the name. I mean, the name of the group and the league is fantastic. Let's face it, because you're all a bunch of Chumps. I mean, it. Uh, no, it, 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 there's so many memories. Um, 
you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, pick just one, but um, I think that the thing that stands out the most is that regardless of who's winning, who's losing, uh, who's in the league, who's kind of come and gone is the fact that it seems that everybody's favorite team is the one they're rooting their own team that week. And that their second favorite team is the one that's playing Steve. Fuck them, Eric. Fuck them. <laughs> all right. Um, Pissed drunk on your couch watching football all day. I left your house like a, a sort of 15 Bud Lights. <laughs> I was there. It was literally like 16. You went to church after that. I went to church after. Guys, <laughs> yeah. uh, down like 16 during the one o'clock games. <laughs> I think it was like midnight mass. Yeah, probably. Jeez. All right, um, Eric, what are your insights on the league right now from what you know, what Dan has filled you in with, or, or really anyone? Well, a bunch of things, really, and also listening to the last couple of podcasts. The, 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 the transition to the Dynasty League, I think, has been really, really interesting. Um, it really changes the entire dynamic. I mean, as, as someone who's been playing fantasy football for a really long time in a bunch of different leagues, and a bunch of different styles from a rotisserie, to a more traditional. Um, I've never really done the Dynasty League. Um, it certainly complicates things a whole lot longer, a whole lot more rather, and gives you a longer term perspective. You know, but the fact that you guys have been doing this for so long, the same group of guys makes me believe that you know, maybe it will actually work um, for you guys. Um, the, the, one, of, one, of, one of the questions, I think it was the first podcast that came up, is you know, who's the best and who's the worst manager? Um, of all, and you know, and it's it's kind of interesting when you look at it. You know, when you look at a championship, um, you know, who won most championships that make you the best manager? You know, let's face it, when you're dealing with fantasy football, there's a, there's a bit of randomness in it that is just natural. You know, you you don't control the players. You don't know if someone's going to get hurt. It's like coaching a real team. You know, and you're going based on the best information you have. So you can you can be eight zero like Aaron is now and then lose eight games because your quarterback goes down or something. Um, so it's just interesting. I thought the perspective that everybody had is not a right or wrong answer, but I thought the perspective that everybody had on what makes somebody the best manager is very interesting. You know, whether it was Danny, whether it was Joe, whether it was, well, I think they were kidding when they said it was Steve, but um, or whether it was Aaron because he, uh, you know, won the championship last year. Um, and Nick, you have two championships. Indeed I do. Okay, so you know, so it really, really kind of depends. You know, the question is, I mean, is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time because he won the most championships? You know, that's up for debate. I, yeah, I have a question for Eric. Did Brett draft Dan's team or no? No, that's such BS. Oh my it's not god, BS. You ask me the question, I'll tell you the truth. Hmm, <laughs> by the way, just an FYI. Brett frequently texts Danny for advice, not only for himself, but for his son. Well, he definitely you know doesn't. Because I'm Mr. Consistency, idiots. We have, a, we have a group chat. I can show you the texts. That poor child. <laughs> <laughs> Think about you, Steve. All right. Um, so before I, I give my last question, I'm just going to open up to the audience. Do you guys have any questions specifically for Eric? None? None? Come on. God, I wasn't prepared for this. I was not prepared for that either. That was just sprung up on me. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just going to put for Wait, did you I give him the rosters? 
No, nah, I didn't show my rosters. I put the agenda in the chat around 2 o'clock. You've had a while to prepare a question. I literally said that looks good and didn't read a single thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will come back to it at the end. All right, we'll come back to it at the end. Yeah, I like that. All right, um, Eric, who's your pick to win it all this year? Who's based my pick to win it all this year? Based on what you know so far. He's got to see the teams too, I think. He doesn't know anything. He just knows Aaron's hate. No. Dan, yeah, Dan, like send him the teams or something. No, 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 no. I, I keep uh, Dan keeps me somewhat in the loop of what's going on. I mean, Aaron's just his clear favorite right now. I mean, it seems like he's got it all working, and he won. And he has a proven record of having won last year. So right now, I think he's probably the favorite. Um, but look again, you know, you never know. He goes once you get in the playoffs, everybody's zero, zero and zero, right? It's true. It's true. Well, hold on. Hold on. We should have been more prepared for this. Hold on. What are you doing? You're pulling up the teams now? I'm pulling up, like, the top, like, in the playoff bracket right now. I think think it's Aaron. So, Aaron's the one seed. Steve's the two. Brian's the three. I'm the four. Hardy's the five. And Joe's the six. Hey, Steve, have you ever won? Oh, yeah, I did, Eric. Come on now. I won the three championships in a row. Only won one. I mean, I did pick you last year, and you kind of did let me down a little bit. Last year, my team was ass. I know before the season started, though, I thought it was your yeah. year. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. The best team ever. Solo second right now, Eric. Solo second. That, that the, that, that at the end of the year, when he uh, – does he make the playoffs? My team fucking so. I think Eve has the least points for of all the playoff teams right oh, now. Oh, no. No need to go there. Yeah, I'm no, we're going to go there. You've had a kick. He's, he's locking up. All right, I'm six and two. Steve made the schedule and is six and two. Oh, and my. Yeah, because I can predict who's going to put up what numbers each week. You- I'm six and two, saving my big weeks for, for down the road. I'm in a good spot. Kenneth Walker is need a big week. Kenneth Walker's really been something else, huh? Get that Kmart Wi-Fi out of here, Hardy. Then maybe we can hear you. You're going to need so much luck down the road because next time we play, Alave is going to fucking kill you. Hardy sounds like a robot right now, but I did hear Olave and he's going to kill you and I just died. I love how Olave is just a recurring joke. (laughs) I don't... He loves Olave. So over the guy. Listen, right now... What would it be? Steve would no, not Steve wouldn't be playing hard. I'd be, I'd have a buy. He'd have a buy. Yeah, uh, yeah I, no, I really, I really hope that Hardy and Steve play each other and in the playoffs, and Olave puts up an absolute ridiculous stat line, almost like when I when Todd Gurley put up fifty on Steve and he took the L on the chip. Oh wait, I have a question for my dad. I got a question for you. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right, did I draft Josh Gordon or did I pick him up off waivers? Uh, nice. I thought you drafted him. Bang, Aaron, case closed. Pull, up, pull, pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. We got we got to dig in the archives for that one. I, I can guarantee you he was straight up. Eric said, hey, fantasies, there's luck involved. I got lucky schedule, but I do think my team's and pretty good. got lucky getting Josh Gordon off waivers. Oh, my God. <laughs> luck is always an element of luck when you gamble, right, even if you bet on a regular game. There's an element of luck to it. That's why we call it gambling. Right. Uh, and, you know, no, no such thing as a sure thing. But I, I do think there's a very good league. 
And, you know, it's fun to watch and it's fun to listen to you guys. I mean, there's no question who two stars of this are. I mean, Joe's the moderator, but you're not, sorry, Joe, you're not actually the star. That, uh, yeah. Marty and Stevie are the, are the stars of this. Um, and just so you know, when I was listening to both episodes, I was actually laughing out loud by myself uh, in the room listening because you guys are that entertaining. There's a good picture of Steve's face. I'm glad, I'm glad I could bring some entertainment to your life, Eric. You got hey, listen, you know what? Just remember, it's all good fun. Um, all right, we got a minute left. Do you want to end this and hop on the new link, Joe? Yep. All right, so in the interest of time, we're going to wrap up part one. Um, pretty eventful part one. Um, Eric, if you're going to stay on, you definitely can. Uh, part two will be coming up in a bit. We're just going to cut the recording, and then we will get back into it. This is Chump, episode three, part one.